Alright, buckle up everyone, and welcome to Superhero Stuff You Should Know. Once again, I'm the man who knows too much about Batmobiles now. And uh, this is Ben, and with me as usual are the Andrew Mobile. The Andrew Mobile, everybody. Vroom, vroom, motherfucker. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, lastly, we've got the Zack, because chicks yes. dig the Zack. Chicks dig the Zack. That's right. <laughs> Batman Forever reference here, folks. <laughs> I'm excited we're talking and about and the uh, only car I've ever been interested in, and that <laughs> is uh, the Batman's the Batmobile. Yes, yes. So uh, let's pull it up right here. So uh, this month we are ranking the Batmobiles in live action across film, television, and one stage show, actually. Uh, mm. But uh, I think <laughs> we... a car on the stage. <laughs> We already know what our number one is. I think I'm pretty sure it's in the thumbnail. Uh, but let's see where Just everything look at else how is. Badass that looks, though. Man. I know. Yeah. I mean, there's no no comparison there. Yeah. yeah. There taint nothing quite like your first, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's go in into what we're going to be doing. We are ranking. 11 Batmobiles, uh, and they have to meet a certain criteria. They have to be in official live-action adaptations, so no fan films. And again, this is live-action only. So uh, no animation, uh, video games, or comics, because those are three other episodes that we could do. Uh, at least. Comics alone would probably be a whole year. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that really... would take quite a while. <laughs> um, they have to be driven or have been driven by Batman in their respective universe. So... For example, while on the TV show Gotham, they did have a car that was kind of the prototype Batmobile. It was not formerly the Batmobile because Bruce wasn't Batman yet. So I didn't think it'd be fair to include it. So that's mm. not going to make the rankings. Uh, they also have to have been actually used, as in like driven or in action. Uh, they can't just be a prop in the background. So, mm -hmm. for example, the TV show Titans does technically have a Batmobile. It just sits there in the Batcave. It's never used. Didn't think that should make the rankings. Mm -hmm. Um Zack Snyder's Justice League had the Dark Knight Returns Batmobile, but we only saw it parked for one scene, not actually in action, and it was all CG. So until the day that Snyder does return and actually creates a big, huge Dark Knight Returns Batmobile, that one unfortunately will not make the cut. That said, we will be exploring all those Batmobiles and more, uh, all the Batmobiles that did make the cut in the Patreon episode this week for the deeper dive. So check that out. But in the meantime, let's go over to the... Uh, tier maker that we have so like what andrew started with the ranking the superman video games episode we have the ranks of s at the very top a b c e what i didn't do this correctly uh at all <laughs> it needs to be uh, <laughs> we're gonna fix it live on we're air. fixing this live on That's air right. c d e and f phew all right <laughs> that was a quick fix man yeah <laughs> that was good yeah so you uh, know your way around the tear maker <laughs> uh, all right well i'm glad i spent all the time on the batmobile stuff and not on the actual tears so <laughs> you're, you're so embarrassed <laughs> it makes uh, for again, good television indeed yeah so we will be ranking 10 batmobiles across film television and one live show as well as a predictive rank on where the Batmobile from the upcoming Bat Matt Reeves film will rank, considering what uh, we've seen so far. So right. technically 11, but it's it's a ranking that may change depending on where we put that. So That's right. anyway, that is where we're at. So before we go into the actual Batmobiles, I thought we would go into a brief history of the evolution of the Batmobile as it relates to this. Because before tanks and tumblers, the first Batmobile was just a red car. 
don't know. Very exciting. It was red? <laughs> yes. So, so Bill Finger just drew a red car? I guess he just Bob didn't King. think of it yet. <laughs> they hadn't thought of it, yeah. As yeah. first appeared in Detective Comics number 27, Batman was shown driving just a regular red coupe, as we see on the right. Funny enough, Bruce Wayne himself is seen driving the same red car with Commissioner Gordon earlier in the same comic, which should probably have been a clue to Commissioner Gordon that it was the same dude. He's like, wait a minute, I know that car. But uh, they just didn't thought it that uh, deeply yet, I don't think. So that was the first car that we see Batman drive. Uh, but the first time it was called the Batmobile was not until two years later. In 1941, in Detective Comics number 48, it's called the Batmobile, and it's still red. It is a red convertible. <laughs> Uh, it has wow. a uh, the main thing that makes it bat like is this hood ornament in the front uh, that is in a bat shape. So uh, instead of yeah, so instead of the Mercedes Benz thing in the front, it's a bat. Uh, it was of course writer Bill Finger who came up with the name of the Batmobile, and uh, this is supposedly drawn by Bob Kane, but who knows if he used a ghost artist on this issue? Mm. Uh, well, highly suspect. Uh, Yes, uh, according to BatmobileHistory.com, this was based off of a 1936 Cord. It was meant to have a supercharged engine to help its speed, which is what these uh, people are reacting to in this comic and the uh, it visuals that we see. It can go 55 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also notable is how long the front is. This is sort of the beginning of the, the long Batmobiles uh, already, even though it isn't quite the traditional Batmobile. And that was so that if Batman could smash into things, the front of the car... Uh, might be damaged, but it wouldn't damage the engine. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, he's kind of fucked that night in terms oh. of where to go. Uh, side note, there was actually a Hot Wheels version sold earlier this year Whoa, as a San cool. Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Cool. It, Wait, at one of the pandemic Comic-Cons? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, so, uh, it order. is... Yep, and it is currently sold out, but selling on eBay for $100 if you want one. So... Hmm. There hint, it hint. is. Your birthday's in a few months. <laughs> yes. There's also Christmas coming up. It's the holidays Christmas coming up. Christmas soon, yeah. Yes. Hmm. Uh, it's only later in the same year, 1941, in Batman number five, we get the traditional Batmobile. There you go. Oh, yep. shit. How many? Wait, That's what year like is it. this? 1941. 35? Oh, 41. 1941, yeah. Okay. So uh, we're talking about two years into the Batman's existence that the traditional Batmobile is created. And this is not from Bob Kane. This is from Jerry Robinson. So oh, no credit shit. again to, to Bob Kane on this one. It is not in red, <laughs> but dark blue and black for the first time. And we have the giant bat head in the front that serves as a battering ram and a large single fin, almost like a shark fin, in the back that kind of looks like a bat wing. And it's this classic look that carried over into the comics for decades to come. And uh, that was all established before Batman even made it to the big screen. So we're going to take a look at the very first Batmobile on screen. From 1943, the Batman serial, the first Batmobile is just a Cadillac. <laughs> it's like Corella well, Deville's they... car. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have like a big budget really at all, you know? No. They so... could have smacked a fin on that thing. I know. Come on. Yes, they yeah, were taking a page from uh, Detective Comics number 27 by not putting much effort into any of the design it whatsoever. nondescript. <laughs> it, was, it was red. We just have to trust that it was red. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so... This was General Motors 1939 Cadillac Series 75 convertible. So when the top is up, as we see here, it was the Batmobile. And when the top was down, it was Bruce Wayne's car. Uh, and nobody could tell. Uh, no gadgets, did not crash through walls, did not go really at high speeds. There's no bat head, no fin, 
no uh, even hood ornament with the bat on it because it's the same Bruce Wayne car. I guess if you want hardcore realism for your Batman, this is the vehicle for you. But uh, this is the first Batmobile on film. So hmm. that's cool. There you have I, it. I had a question about the the battering ram. Yeah, Batmobile. That out of all Batman comics from inception to now, <clears throat> that design is the one that has been most common in the comics. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Um, okay. It's one of my favorites because of this battering ram. I mean, I'm just like if Batman's going to have a supercharged car, you know, I'm sure it's going to be at a time when stealth is not as much of a thing people know he exists so yeah. if you're going to have a car and you be that symbol that he talks about in batman begins you might as well have, have one that has the huge bat on the front and just says Absolutely. i'm fucking coming for you yeah so <laughs> uh, i'm waiting for the day that someone has the guts to put this in but uh until then it only exists on the comic book page and animation but in the meantime mm-hmm. this is what we got instead of the battering ram so <laughs> this is the one that's first up in the rankings. So, uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Where would you Starting rank this strong in oh, the uh, in the rankings? So, uh, <laughs> I guess Andrew, would you like to start? <laughs> I guess. Man, it's tough because it's always on a scale, right? So, like, it's yeah. the first one ever, but they mm-hmm. didn't do anything with it. Mm-hmm. But were they basing it on the comics that also didn't do anything with it? <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know, man. Mm. It's like a yeah, I don't know. It's a D, a D plus, but mm. m- maybe a D. Ultimately, right. Zach. What is between D and F? Is that an E there? That's an E. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an E. <laughs> okay. I, I guess it's not quite an F. It's their first ever. Mm-hmm. attempt but uh i mean this came out after the batmobile had been established as a car yeah. with a fin and a bat head on the front so i feel like even with a low budget they could have done something a little more interesting with it so i'm gonna mm-hmm. give it an e all right you guys are nice uh i'm giving it an <laughs> f damn hey <laughs> if jerry robinson hadn't redesigned the batmobile like if they didn't have the version right. of the Batmobile with the battering ram already in the comics for about like two years at this point, then there'd be more of an excuse. But since there's already that establishment, I gotta just put it at the very bottom. There's nothing Batmobile like about it in its look or ability. Maybe they could have even said like, oh, it looks like a regular car, but it's like super speed mm-hmm. or whatever and have something unusual about it, but there isn't anything. Yeah. And um, like Zach said, they could have at least put maybe a fin on top of that, or a bat head, even if it didn't really, like, maybe it wasn't metal, or it was plastic, but you couldn't tell. Anyway, I get that they didn't really have the budget for it, but something uh, yeah. in it. Even if it was just camera tricks to make it look like it's it's a lot faster than other cars. Something like that. So, for me, we're starting off strong, and it's an F. So, <laughs> D, E, and F, we're going to put it at E, as it averages out. Well, I can't believe I gave the highest. <laughs> hey, me too. That's a shocker. Yeah. yeah. All right. Too well, soft, Andrew. Yeah, I know. <laughs> My was it old man winter phase or whatever the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've only met a few people in my life born in the nineties, and now there's people born in the two thousands. <laughs> Who God, are these yeah. people? Yeah. Scary, Soon the twenty tens. Yeah. So uh, after the nineteen forty three serial, there was a follow up serial in nineteen forty nine. Was it an improvement for the Batmobile? The answer is a resounding 
No. Oh. Not at all. <laughs> That's even worse. Like I don't, yeah, I'd say it's worse. It's at a least, marshmallow. Oh. At least the first one has like the long hood that the original Batmobile had. Yeah. Right? This That's one... True looks as generic as possible at this, this time. one is yeah. worse i gotta yeah. say yeah <laughs> See, I, i'm glad i gave it an e now because i can go lower for this one yeah yeah, yeah that's true it's true yeah, yeah, yeah uh this is a 1949 mercury convertible from ford once again they did the same shit where the batmobile is the car with the top up and when he brings the top down it's bruce wayne's car however unlike the previous version there's at least some acknowledgement when vicky vale confronts batman about it and says does bruce wayne know you're using his car and batman <laughs> says of course <laughs> So, um, our best friends. <laughs> that's pretty much what it was. Um, this tidbit comes from the site Batmobile History that I'll be citing a lot from. Uh, according to the actor who played Robin in the serial, uh, Johnny Duncan, they went through six of these cars during filming. Jesus. Because hmm. the Mercury car was so heavy, it did not turn the corner very well, so they would often wreck one. <laughs> they would have just have oh to swap God. another car. So, it's just so bad at doing what it needs to do. <laughs> So. Once it hits, once it hits fifty-five miles per hour, it's <laughs> all some serious shit. <laughs> you hit the turbo exhaust to go to fifty-five, yeah, <laughs> and it just doesn't. It just breaks apart. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is the nineteen forty-nine Batman and Robin serial. So you know, uh, I'm thinking now though, you know, it'd be a really badass for like Pattinson or Matt Reeves to do. If they ever have like the Wayne Manor garage, there's a shot of all their cars. Oh, it's yeah. all these fucking cars. That would be cool. The '40s ones, yeah, yeah. That would be yeah, really that cool. That would be that would be sweet. That'd be awesome. Little Easter yeah. egg. Well, we'll see what happens uh, if they do that. But in the meantime, the Batman and Robin 1949 serial. Where do we rank it, Andrew? Gonna give it that. <laughs> <laughs> It was too soft when, for the last one. Whenever, so. <laughs> whenever, we, whenever I was in school in the South, uh, if you ever had a zero on your paper, they'd be right. like, you got that goose egg. So it gets a zero, an F. Gets that goose egg. Oh, man. Right. I have never <laughs> heard, heard that, that expression before, no. Dude, Georgia and Alabama are just on a different universe, I think. They are. Yeah. Now the kids don't care that they get zeros. I'm glad that mm. at least during your lifetime they mocked the children are getting zeros so uh, now they're like now they're like uh they just get yeah, a participation trophy instead mm. now they're just like whatever yeah <laughs> no child left behind there for you back mm. to Fortnite. that's right <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna give it an f2 give it a big old goose egg for me all right well everyone's giving this one a goose egg it looks like so. <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad i'm bringing this back it's this the lowest of the tears. <laughs> Anybody that went to uh, you know school in the '90s, early 2000s in Alabama and Georgia, let me know if you say goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> so already that means the Batman and Robin Batmobile is the worst Batmobile, and not the one you're thinking of, because we're That's talking right. about the serial. So right, right. Uh, yeah, so it has all the downsides of the previous one, but looks worse. So F- <laughs> yeah, it's a, much. it's a, a worse in every conceivable way. <laughs> F minus if possible. <laughs> That's hilarious. You might need to make a new tier like you just did a little <laughs> earlier, bro. It's like a Batman. I mean, it's our show, so why the hell not? <laughs> He's going to make one. He's making one right now. <laughs> the shit tier. Absolute <laughs> shit. Goose, goose Absolute egg. shit. Goose <laughs> there we go. So here we go. <laughs> here it is. Where it deserves. <laughs> Perfect. 
That's great. We can't even apologize to any production designer who came up with it because there was none. It was literally he's just dead. they bought a whole bunch. Of, well, they just bought a whole bunch of uh, Mercury's, and it's fine if that was your car at the time. But as a Batmobile, yeah. it doesn't work. But there's nobody to really blame here. Oh shit! You said it was a Mercury. It was a. Uh, this one was a Mercury from they Ford. They had Mercury's way back Mercury, then. Mercury convertible. Yeah. Fucking hmm. Ford. Did Ford buy? Never mind. That's fucking car history at that point. But yeah, I was like, I don't know. I'm kind of surprised <laughs> at that. It's kind of like if we had a Batman movie now, and he was riding around in like a little mini car, one of those little electric ones. <laughs> Absolute Just shit. Like the goose small egg. little like bubble ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Oh uh, shit. Time to talk about Batmobiles people really give a shit about. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Let's shit. talk about the first oh, Batmobile man. that became oh, yeah. an icon. Yes. The Batmobile designed by George Barris for the 1966 TV series, the 1966 film, and reappeared again in the Legends of the Superhero special years later in the 1970s, but we don't talk about that. Uh, according to Legends, George <laughs> Barris only had three weeks to create this iconic Batmobile. Uh, Barris himself said it was even shorter, saying that he had 15 days and $15,000 in order to make it happen. Uh, so how did he do it? Well, the Batmobile itself is designed off of a real car design concept, a 1955 Lincoln Futura, mm -hmm. which I'm pulling up here. This was designed by William M. Schmidt. So Barris didn't really design um, <clears throat> a lot of the core components of it. He basically made the Batmobile styles to it. Barris apparently bought this concept for one dollar in order to make this work. What? So, <laughs> one, got a car for one dollar? Because it'd be in the show, concept probably. Of it. Yeah, the concept yeah. of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that's cool, and it has black and red. Potentially, the red kind of referencing the original color of the Batmobile, but I don't think George Barris was aware of that. To be I don't frank. know about that. That's I think, yeah, at that point. they just, just wanted colors that fit. Yeah, yeah, they wanted colors that fit the colorful world they were establishing. Uh, next week's app will show you what the Batmobile almost looked like before Barris put the red in it. Mm. But uh, until then, let's keep talking about this one. The front also has red highlights that uh, I didn't realize this until Batman Batmobile history brought it up. But it kind of creates a bat mask does, in yeah. the front. Here are the ears. Uh, yeah. This is the nose, the eyes, uh, for those who are looking on the YouTube version of that. If you're not, then take a look at any picture of the Batmobile from the 1966 show and you'll kind of see it. Um, so that was kind of the way to incorporate the bat head in the front without mm -hmm. literally building a battering ram head, <laughs> giant head on the front that would make it impossible for Adam West to see as he was driving. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> um, and then there are red bats, not just on the doors, but also on the rims of the wheels. And then the back is iconic as well. Uh, we have the sort of two fins in the back look that we associate with bat Batmobiles and kind of made its way into almost all the other Batmobiles after this. Um, also, the first live-action version of the Batmobile with the, this afterburner in the back, yeah. which, of course, then carries over into the other Batmobiles. In reality, according to George Barris, this tube is just a five-gallon paint can that they stuck mm -hmm. on the back of it. So, oh, my God. That's cool. Um, the imaginations of so many children at the time. It's a fucking paint bucket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, fire still had to come out of it, but in terms yeah, of yes, creating yeah. it, yeah. Um, and then the, the parachutes were real parachutes. Oh, sure. Uh, five cars were made in total with two exhibition cars. I believe they might have wrecked a couple because there was no stunt car in the beginning for it. So um, mm. that was uh, that's kind of the 
the behind the scenes stuff in terms of the Batmobile itself. It's powered by atomic batteries and turbines, you know, atomic batteries to power turbine to speed. Turbines to speed, yeah. Yes. Um, also, the first on screen Batmobile to include gadgets, which isn't really saying much considering where we came from. <laughs> but uh, it has over there. all sorts of stuff <laughs> to it. It has a nose mounted chain slicer, according this is all from Batmobile history. Lasers, rockets, an onboard telephone, one of the first uh, car telephones. Yeah. Radar, dash monitor, onboard computer, police beacon. Uh, if needed, the Batmobile is capable of a quick 180 degree bat turn. Thanks to uh, the two parachutes that are in the back that I pointed out earlier. Uh, it was equipped with a smoke emitter and a nail spreader to discourage pursuit. And Batmobile history also says that some changes were made during the run of the series, including uh, different license plates, a change in the steering wheel, and extra gadgets like a rear-facing camera and a battering ram that I think is probably not the Jerry Robinson battering ram, but probably some other <clears throat> thing that they used real quick for an episode. I but. I need an edit of that little gif edited with Batman Returns of them spinning around and blowing fire on that devil guy and lighting him up. And then the, sh- the show that was the precursor for that. Ward driving away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, so create that, guys, in the comments. Please let us know. Yeah. Uh, Batmobile history also cites that this car set a world record on January nineteenth, two thousand thirteen, when it sold at the Barrett Jackson auction for four point two million dollars. Good lord. Which is not surprising, considering just how iconic this Batmobile is. So, finally, a real Batmobile, guys, that we can talk about. Uh, so, let's go on over to the rankings. Where would we rank this Batmobile, the 1960s one, starting with Andrew? This is my second favorite Batmobile, probably. Mm, yep. So, same. I gotta give it an S. Mm-hmm. S rank for Adam West. Uh, you know, super classic design, and it's got gadgets. It's black, and then little, you know, red accents. The fucking, what is it? The turbine or whatever you call it the, on the back. Yeah, the afterburner was the afterburner. Yeah, so that was the first afterburner ever on a Batmobile. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have to double check that, but I believe you might be right. But yeah, if yeah, not, then so, we'll actually. get comments on it. Monumental yeah. edition. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, you know, the Burton one has it. They've all had it since then, I, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, incredible. So, it's an S for me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Zach? Well, I don't know. I think it looks kind of crummy. <laughs> Just joking. It's absolutely an S. This is like the granddaddy of all Batmobiles. Mm-hmm. And I know it's sacrilegious to say that I think the Batmobile like looks a little too cool for Adam West and Burt Ward. It's like, it it looks the Batmobile looks like a little bit more badass than their costumes do. I love the Adam Mm. West show, but I think the Batmobile looks cooler than they do. Um, just on principle, like the black and the red is like, it doesn't really match them at all, but it, Mm -hmm. it looks really cool. And it, it's iconic for a reason. I mean, this is like the, first one ever to display all of uh batman's gadgetry and mm-hmm. like what this was like his way of getting out of getting out of a lot of tight spots and stuff and it's it's really cool obviously like andrew said it, it captivated a lot of uh children's imaginations at the time and even for like me to see the movie as a kid you know decades after the series had come out like the batman 66 movie it's um I mean, it holds up. 
I I still mm-hmm. liked it. I, it was one that I, it's like a a toy that I wanted to have even then. So it's got mm-hmm. some staying power. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So you would rank this at an S, S as well? Yes. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. This is an S-tier Batmobile. We went from the absolute shit goose egg <laughs> to the S. <laughs> what a jump. It's yeah. the Batmobile that started it all, really. The other <laughs> ones don't really count, but we put them in there anyway for shits and giggles. Well, um, we put an afterburner on the goose egg. <laughs> Then it might pop up a little bit to what? Yeah. 65 miles yeah. per hour. <laughs> I think uh, I agree with Zach in a way it's almost more badass than Adam West and Burt Ward. Like if there was an alternate universe show that was a little bit more serious, less camp, a little bit more at night, this Batmobile would probably be the main design that carried over yeah. in that universe. And everything else would be a little bit darker and more serious, but this would pretty much be the same. Um, it would have been cool to kind of see something a little bit closer to the classic comics at that time, but it does have, absolutely have the spirit of the Batmobile from the comics with its own spin, fits really well with the 1960s show. Uh, I know that red itself doesn't seem like it's the color for the Batmobile, but it fits so well with the colors in the 1960s show and for that era that you just gotta love it. So And it even influenced, like, Batmobiles in the comics after that, too. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is such a, I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, you wish it looked a little bit more like the comic book versions of the time. But it's, it's amazing to me that like this, mm-hmm. it, in its own design, influenced you know comics and films thereafter. Yeah, yeah, and that red bat logo too. Uh, yeah, mean, did, yeah, yeah. That he he created that one as well. Mm-hmm. Was that the vehicle designer's bat logo? Yeah, I think so. I don't think yeah. that's that's definitely not really in the comics. The comics is mostly the uh, <clears throat> you know some variation of the yeah. Jerry Robinson design yeah. in some ways. But yeah. this is his own thing, and it's really awesome that it is. Yeah, and it fits I so love, well. I love this. This is. I mean, if we're doing bat logos at some point, yeah, you know that we fucking <laughs> that fucking red one, yeah. man. It's mm-hmm. so yeah. good. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. All right. S tier Batmobile, uh, mm. but it's not the only iconic Batmobile we will, we will be talking about. Let's talk about the one from the Tim Burton movies. Oh, we're not saving that for last. <laughs> well, I was kind of going in chronological order. Okay, chronological, yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> from the 1989 Batman film, from Batman Returns, the OnStar commercials, and uh, of course, it will be returning in the Flash next year for its third film appearance. Uh, this Bat- Batmobile did have other appearances, but we will cover that in our upcoming Patreon. Um, now, many people call this the Burton Mobile after Tim Burton. Others call it the first mobile after right. Anton First, the production designer. But the actual designer was a main man named Julian Caldo, who came up with this as a concept illustrator. Uh, <clears throat> according to Batmobile history, this was created by splicing together two Impala chassis, and the car was powered by a Chevy V8 engine with uh, racing tires for the custom wheels. Um, we did get a carryover of the 1960s stuff with the two mm-hmm. fins in the back, as well as the big afterburner. Uh, but everything else was completely different. As we can see, it's completely black. It had the ability to create shields for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, other abilities it has include a self-diagnostic system, a CD recorder, voice <laughs> command recognition system, hey, that's uh, high tech. armed with spherical bombs. Yeah. <laughs> A pair of machine guns in the front that pop out. So this is the first time that we see guns added to the Batmobile uh, in general. Uh, mm-hmm. Side-mounted disc launchers and uh, shin breakers as well <laughs> that come out for the guys on <laughs> yeah. stilts shin in Batman breakers. Returns. 
there's that central foot capable of lifting the car and rotating it 180 degrees so that he can burn the flamethrower dude with his afterburner. Um, and uh, it's a, and for quick maneuvers, the Batmobile does have side-mounted grappling hook launchers, which does lead me into a corrections department on people. Because several people criticized this Batmobile for not being practical and not being able to turn on its own due to its length, which is actually a complete misread of one of the scenes from Batman 89. The Batmobile turns perfectly fine in all of its scenes. The one scene where the Batmobile uses the grappling hooks to turn is a turn that is so sharp it requires the grappling hooks and the regular cars behind him, driven by the Joker's goons, mm -hmm. all end up crashing because a regular car can't make that turn. Yep. So... I think a lot of this is just the Nolan trilogy coming out and people wanting to bump up. <clears throat> There's sort of the fan tendency to bump up the new stuff and shoot down mm -hmm. what comes before it, um, as well as promote what's practical over you know what looks good and stuff. And I'm just like, it's not really... If you're going to do that, at least be accurate about it, because as we can see here, the Batmobile can turn perfectly fine on its own. So uh, according to Batmobile history, to avoid capture, the Batmobile... Also has deterrence, oil slick dispensers, smoke emitters, and most famously, the bat missile, where it oh, sheds yeah. most of the car and turns into a thin missile, which is probably what inspired a little bit of the bat pod in the Dark Knight. Mm -hmm. Though honestly, the term bat pod probably fits this better than the bat cycle in uh, the Nolan trilogy because yeah, it's right. literally a pod. It's a skate pod. That's true. Uh, they should have so. switched that around because it's just mm -hmm. a big ass motorcycle on the other one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so while they did destroy the Batmobile on film, it looked like Keaton's Bruce was repairing it uh, towards the end of Batman Returns. We did see it in a number of OnStar commercials in the OnStar universe that we covered in our $10 Patreon episode in, on Batman commercials. And it looks like it's been rebuilt for good in The Flash. So mm. that is the Batmobile from the Michael Keaton films. So let's go to the chart. Uh, I guess the question is, is there anybody who doesn't think this should be an S? It's like I didn't it's, think so. Yeah. It's pretty much an S. <laughs> it's, it's all of our first. It's all of our first Batmobile, yeah. right? Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That that it's really just, captured uh, our imagination at this age and 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 after, of course. Mm -hmm. It's just a uh, like a beautiful design. I feel like they yeah. have not been able to do better since this. There's yeah. something. There is like a. Number one, just from a design standpoint, it is really aesthetically pleasing, but it mm -hmm. manages to merge like fantasy and reality pretty well without having to be like, oh, well, we have to put like extra shit on here so it looks more yeah. like a military vehicle. And it also doesn't go so far into the world of fantasy like uh, the Schumacher films do that it's like cartoony. This is like, mm -hmm. it's. I don't know how to put, how to put it exactly, but it is a completely unique uh, design mm -hmm. that was never seen before, and they can't seem to replicate it after that. But it just is so like pleasing to look at, and I like how it's it's clunky looking. You know, it's like everything seems like it, it's there for a purpose, but it's it still fits this mm -hmm. kind of like cool aesthetic of being like a bat. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's just this really unique design for it that uh yeah it's always going to be my favorite yeah yeah i think it's all of our number ones you know yeah this is yeah this is the greatest batmobile of all time we almost <laughs> don't have to go into any of the others here so <laughs> thanks for joining the superhero yeah. stuff you should know <laughs> we'll two play the dog two s's <laughs> we'll, play the, we'll play the bark box thing and then get out of here <laughs> <laughs> but it is uh, i agree with zach with the uh, simplicity of the design has never really been 
never really been matched after this. And uh, it's perfect for that world, but perfect for just as a Batmobile in several yeah. worlds, you know, and I'm excited it's coming back in the Flash. I'd so, love for the P- Pattinson Batman, like, maybe in a in the sequel to get more to this aesthetic. Because mm-hmm. I can see why they're going kind of like, you know, simple for the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, more, kind of bare bones, like he's year two Batman. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just there's just something deep in people our age that yearn for them to return to this kind of yeah. aesthetic. Mm-hmm. I love yep. the uh, Bat Missile scene. That is one of my favorite scenes out of either movie. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. It's just like stuck in my brain where he's like, all right, now I'm worried. And then he's like, clicks <laughs> the little switch one last time and everything blows off. I think it's because that McDonald's toy had it. It was mm. like the Batmobile. Oh, and you pressed a button that, yeah. and the little like center of it shot out and it was like a little missile. I mean, I don't know. That was always so cool to me. That and the uh, part where he burns the devil guy, the fire breather, like... <laughs> I don't know. Those two things in Batman Returns stick out to me in my in my childhood brain more than the '89 Batmobile, which it's the same one. But I guess the stuff that it was doing just stuck out in my mind more. Yeah. Of course, like Descent into Mystery, like the him taking Vicky Vale to the Batcave is just iconic and everything. But man, just I like that. About it. I like yeah, that more than the fucking action scenes a little bit. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like that Descent yeah. into Mystery, it's so good, dude. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Burton really shines there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he shines the whole time, but definitely. Burton's there direction as well. and the Elfman music. Yeah. 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 It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to have to keep diving in <clears throat> into the, uh, the successors that aren't as good, but we'll take a crack at it. Let's go yeah. further into the 90s with Batman Forever. So, the, so one of Batman down, Returns, down. absolutely no changes from Batman to Batman nope. Returns. Uh, okay. No, not in terms of the design and stuff. If okay. it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, no, no. I mean, I agree. They, <laughs> yeah. they definitely broke it on this one. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I got a. I got a little bit of a soft spot for it. I mean, yeah. if you really look at it, if you look no, at I it don't without, want to. look at it, look at it, look at me. Um, so look at it. Imagine it without the fin on the center back and without the like rib cutout pieces. It's really not too different from the Burton Mobile. But if those you really are all look the things it, that make it suck, though. <laughs> they're there. But at least, like, the overall, like, shape of it is similar to me. It is, yeah. This Okay, I give you that, but this is kind of the beginning of, in Hollywood movies, where they start to over-design everything yes. leading yeah. into mm-hmm. Michael Bay's Transformers, where it's just <laughs> over-designed yeah. to hell and back. Mm. Yes. Well, let's talk about who to blame for that. So, with Joel Schumacher taking over as director, production designer Barbara Ling and vehicle designer Tim Flattery designed a new type of Batmobile. Color was added back to the Batmobile uh, in the form of the glow blue blue light that we see through the ribs, through the sides. And for the first time in Batmobile film history, this one has the long fin in the background, which was deliberately drawing off of the 1940s Batmobile, as cited in the official Batman Forever magazine. Uh, Though the fin does split... At certain times, when needed, like you see when Dick takes the Batmobile out for a joyride, it just looks bouncy. Makes fun of it, yes, because they're bouncing. He said, "It's like he look looks at like, him. He looks like rabbit ears." Like That's true. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. look great, man. 
the main weapons for this Batmobile are actually for escaping more than anything else. One thing that's notable is that Schumacher's Batmobiles are the rare few that do not have any form of weapons. They don't have machine guns, at least, oh. or missiles or explosives or anything of that kind. Because yeah. Schumacher's Batman does adhere to the no-kill rule better than most. So... Um, yeah. The main thing is this grappling hook that allows it to drive up the side of the building, much like how Adam West and Burt Ward used to do in the 1960s show, but it was their bodies and not the damn car. <laughs> it is, uh, very, the car it is very cool, but I'm like, mm-hmm. it hooks onto a gargoyle to get up the wall. What do you do to get up there? Yeah. Like, uh, where does the car go? <laughs> screenwriter Janet Batchelor did ask, quote, excuse me, how does he get down? Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was not the one who wrote this in. So interesting. Yeah, this Batmobile yeah. gets destroyed by the Riddler in the Batcave, forcing Batman to use other vehicles that we'll cover another time when it comes to Batwings and Batboats and other things. Mm. So uh, anyway, this is just on the Batmobiles, and this is the Batman Forever Batmobile. Um, Andrew, you may continue the rant then on uh, oh, the Batman okay. Forever. Well, I remember I... <laughs> in our episode on Batman Forever, I remember specifically you were like, "Not my Batmobile." Yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, it's not the worst one. That's a goose egg down there. But, uh, you know, I pride myself on my fairness, y'all. Mm. And let me see how fair I can be here. <laughs> I, 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 I was, it was, came out, this movie came out in 95, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was 11. Like, this was prime time for me to love a Batmobile. <laughs> I did not. I never, I distinctly remember, never got this toy. I got some Batman figures, but not, yeah. never this Batmobile. I, even at eleven, I was like, nope, not for me. I already know what my Batmobile looks like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's like what it's it's what Zach said though. It's it's the broken up design, mm-hmm. all that shit on it. I don't need that. I need a clean design. I need it's a fucking superhero movie. I need my shit to look like a toy, mm-hmm. a big ass toy that. A guy in a bat suit is driving around, you know? Mm-hmm. This looks like, well, some kind of shitty toy. I don't know what it is, but it's, <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't like it. Uh, but it's better than Goose Egg, probably. Yeah. Is it better than E? See, that's a hard one, actually. <laughs> is it better than 1943 one? <sighs> really? I really? I really don't <laughs> like this. All right, I'll be fair. I'll give it a, I'll give it a D. All I'll right. give it a D. Mm. All right. Which is what right. I gave All the right. other one, actually, but... <laughs> that's true, yeah. But so it's around it's, the same. It's about, dude. I really don't like him, man. I, yeah, okay. it's a, it's a D. <laughs> right, I'm gonna Zach. give it a B. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I mean, I will you... say like I do, I do like it. I do like Batman Forever a lot. I, mm-hmm. I really wish I could see a version of it without the ribs and just have it smooth and without yeah. that fin on the back. I just want to see it because I can see it being uh, close to the like. New Adventures of Batman Batmobile, where it's very like sleek and kind of like sharp and pointy. So I don't know. It has some potential. It's mm-hmm. not my lowest tier by any means, and I do have a fondness for Batman Forever. And uh, I do remember. I don't remember disliking this Batmobile. I mean, I had a couple like toys of it. I even have a, a model that my parents mm-hmm. got me, like a model kit where I put it together with like super glue. So. Damn. And that one is not blue on the inside; it's chrome. So at least it's like ah. a little bit different. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of silver and black. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to keep it at a, at a B. I, I do, I do have a fondness for it, but it's it's certainly mm-hmm. not as bad as the goose eggs. 
<laughs> Goose egg is its own. We made we, its own. It's yeah. a, a tier it's of its own. own. Created its own a tier. League of its own. Yes. Uh, it's funny you mentioned the model thing because I remember my dad and I, probably most of my dad helping because I was so young, but we put together the 89 Batmobile model. Yeah. And I was too young to realize that it was just a model. And I remember we and put it together. Oh, yeah. And I was man. like trying to move it around. And yeah. My dad, my, I remember my dad was like, it's a model. You can't do that. And I was like, what do I do now with this thing? <laughs> what was the point? Why does this exist? I just, just build it? What is that? <laughs> but I was young. I was probably eight or something. Yeah, I remember feeling the same way. I think the first time I made something like that, I was like, oh, I guess that's mm. it. Yeah. Jeez. You know... I was originally critical of this blue light in the Batmobile because I'm just like, why does he need this blue light? It makes it, you know, so much brighter. But then I'm, I think we've come to appreciate it a little more because we've already seen color in the Batmobile with the red, and that seemed to work okay. Um, so the color itself isn't really the problem here so much as the overdesign with the ribs. I think mm-hmm. uh, more so than the blue, uh, and it's not like the Batmobile itself is that stealthy either when there's no blue. <laughs> you know, like it's it's pretty it stands out when it drives by. Um, and if anything, it does fit the neon lights of the Gotham City that Schumacher mm-hmm. provided here. So I've come to appreciate it a little more, and um, I do sort of appreciate the throwback to the 1940s with the fin, with the exception of the bouncy rabbit ears look yeah. that it gets in the Dick Grayson <laughs> scene. Um, <laughs> but I think a bigger problem is it does not get much of a showcase in the film compared mm-hmm. to previous Batmobiles, uh, at least the 66 one and the 1989 one. Fuck the serials. So I can't really give it that high of a grade because all it really does in the movie, outside of getting stolen by Robin, is drive up a building, and, and get you know, blown up by the Riddler, and get blown up by the Riddler. So like I can't really give it that high of a grade. So uh, I feel like just putting it right in the middle of you guys at a C, which is where it would average out on this. I think if Schumacher made it more Adam West like to fit his Adam West aesthetic more, yeah, I feel like audiences also would have kind of gotten gotten it quicker like oh this is like adam west yeah if it was you like a, I mean? a long yeah. sleek black and red one that looked like the barrow's design but had its own flair to it well yeah. then yeah. i'm sure you'll uh go over this later but you know mm-hmm. it the original concept was by hr geiger so yeah. even though it looks nothing like that i do feel like they probably had retained some of that idea because I mean, if you look at it and there's no blue light and if it was all black mm-hmm. with that texture, it does look a hell of a lot like Alien. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like the Alien kind of like, mm-hmm. a- I I guess, um, anatomy of those mm-hmm. like xenomorph creatures and stuff. So I can kind of yeah, see that see there. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, if you like look up close at it, it's I know like whenever I watch the special features, they were talking about making it seem like it, they wanted it to seem like it was alive or like breathing where the blue lights were underneath or it had some, yeah, did not get that vibe some living <laughs> organic stuff under it. But, uh, I can definitely see some of Geiger's influence still, even though mm. it didn't. Yeah. It's ultimately looks nothing like his, uh, concept art. Yeah, no, not at all. But it was wild, dude. Yeah. yeah. I will be showing that in the next episode where we'll, we'll yeah. be covering the Batmobiles. We didn't get to see, uh, and that would be included in that. So, uh, but in the meantime, this Batmobile gets taken out by Jim Carrey, so Batman needs a new ride, and that's where we get the Batman and Robin Batmobile. Shiny. 
Once again, designed by Barbara Ling for director Joel Schumacher, according to Batmobile history, Ling was not that satisfied with the Batman and Forever Batmobile herself. She did not think it had much screen presence, so this was kind of the redo, because they could have just done, they could have just brought that back, but instead uh, she did another redesign. So uh, it says, quote, according to Ling, the inspiration from the car came from older racing roadsters, like the Jaguar D-Type. She specifically wanted this car to be an open-air car, as it was in the comics she read years earlier. So Clooney is right out in the open. There is no cover in this. And that takes exp- uh, you know inspiration from the comics and the 1966 show. So yeah. that's kind of where a little bit of the DNA of the 66 show got into the Batmobile. But, you know, I kind of wish there was a little bit more in terms of the, you know, the red highlights. But we'll take what we can get. Uh, Batmobile History writes that uh, working with effects company TFX, the Batmobile was about 30 feet long, one of the longest Batmobiles in the entire history of the car, despite being a single-seater, and road-tested to 140 miles per hour. Damn. Now, mm. if, you have an, yeah, if you have an issue with the blue lights in the Batman Forever car like I did, you're not going to be too happy, because now we got red lights on the sides, we got orange yeah. in the center, yellow yep. in the front, Spinning blue on the around. wheels in the front of the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, it rode on custom prototype Goodyear tires that apparently had the Bat logo as the tread on the tires. Yep. Not like any of us could see it. Um, and <laughs> it says the Bat mask was incorporated in the nose of the car. So if you take a look here, it looks like here are the Bat ears and here are the wings and stuff on mm. uh, the front of the Batman Robin Batmobile. Um, oh, shit. A little bit of a sort of a kitty halloween designed for a bat not like the the type of bat logo you would expect but yeah it's there um of course there's the fins and uh the main gadget I- include video conference screen a radar unit and uh this is the, the closest that we get to a weapon a, a cutoff switch to robin's Redbird motorcycle mm-hmm. keep that <laughs> so, little bastard in check yeah no guns no <laughs> missiles none of that type of stuff but he'll uh, shut down five year old bastard that's right <laughs> Too old to be on the motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the Batman and Robin Batmobile. (laughs) Let's uh, go around then. So obviously you're not a fan of the Batman Forever Batmobile, Andrew. Do you feel like this is an upgrade or a downgrade? You know, in my memory, this was worse than the Forever one. But now that I see it again, (laughs) I think it's like just a little better. Mm. Just mm. slightly because the for- I like the form factor. That's a toy thing, whatever the fuck you call it in fucking um, yeah. real life uh, cars. The the design, the body shape, whatever the mm-hmm. fuck it is. Uh, I think I like that slightly more actually, and it fits the really campy vibe of Batman and Robin. So C minus. Mm. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, mm. that's generous. That's a generous. I'm gonna be generous. <laughs> I'm gonna give Zach. it. A, I was actually planning on giving it a C as well because I don't like mm. it as much as the Forever Batmobile, but I do. I don't hate it. I do enjoy the fact that it has bat logos on the tread of the tires. I don't know. That just seems like absolutely ludicrous to me, and it definitely fits <laughs> within the universe of 1997's True. Batman and Robin. I mean, mm-hmm. I do. It is. I think it's silly that it's a one seater. Like, after all this time, he's like, eh, fuck it, I don't want Robin riding with me. I'm not going to get Ella McPherson in here, so I'll just uh, <laughs> ride on my own. And uh, the I don't quite like it being open either. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't hate it. I do like that it's it's shiny. I think that mm-hmm. there's a different um, finish on the body of the car compared to the Forever That's Batmobile. True. That it's like mm-hmm. it's like high like black chrome. Like I don't know. It just it is uh, appealing to look at. It's definitely not nostalgic for me like the Burton Batmobile. But uh, right. Yeah, it, it's fun and everything. I think it definitely. I can give it credit because it's going like full camp, whereas I don't feel like it's held back like with with having to have any uh, similarities to the Burton movies at all. But True. yeah, sure, I'll give mm-hmm. it a C. All right, I'd say that's fair. I think this one's going to land at a C right next to its uh, predecessor on that because uh, that's what I'm going to give it. This one is one of the less memorable ones for me. It's kind of the ones that I I don't have really that strong of a feeling four uh probably because i've only really watched batman and robin like twice in my life oh my god so i know uh how many times have you seen it zach oh man i don't know (laughs) i have not i will say i have watched batman 89 an uncountable amount of times like i don't know how many times i've seen it Mm -hmm. and i probably have seen batman returns about as much too but um i'd say for batman and robin i've probably seen it like I don't know, maybe like around 50 times Damn. in my lifetime. Damn. I mean, that's a lot of times. <laughs> as a kid, I remember watching it a lot more. And then as mm-hmm. an adult, it's kind of like one of the movies that me and my wife like to watch sometimes just for fun. Like it is like mm-hmm. funny to watch it. And then she also says it's like a good movie to watch when you can't sleep. Like if you're up late at night, uh. like if you wake up and you can't sleep, if you're sick, I just want to, she's like, I just want to watch something stupid. It was on Netflix, mm-hmm. I remember, one night, and she was, like, sick and just, like, could not sleep. So I remember I remember mm-hmm. hearing the score for Batman and Robin in the living room while she was sitting <laughs> up in there and I was sleeping. I remember waking up here and like that, and I was like, oh, she's watching Batman and Robin right now. So, yeah, I think it's uh, – I watch movies a lot, and I rewatch them a lot, too. I know you, mm-hmm. you guys are a lot different. So, yeah, I would say I, I've seen it quite a few times, but not as much as the others. Yeah. It's still a little over-designed, too. But yeah. It, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 kind of going back to a classic design a little more. So, and I don't know. Yeah, I I thought this, I was gonna hate this one, but it's it's mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's. You average. like it more than the Batman Forever one, and honestly, I'm, yeah. I'm I can kind of see that. You yeah. know, like there's some traditional stuff in here, like it doesn't have the uh, the rib cage type of thing that's all mm. weird. And I um, hate that for some reason, dude. The, the front of it, thing. yeah, the front of it isn't that far off you know from the traditional mm-hmm. batmobile type stuff so uh you know and in, in both the scenarios if you were to just cover it up a little bit or not have the like flashy openings, lights yeah. uh yeah the openings and stuff then uh you could have a pretty legit batmobile and stuff but yeah i can see how from barbara ling's perspective uh she saw this as an improvement but problem to me is that uh you know the batmobiles just don't make that much of a memorable impression in the Schumacher films compared to... I mean, there's a lot of stuff in terms of design-wise yeah. in it, and the Batmobiles aren't really the main things in it, both from a design standpoint or a function standpoint. I do appreciate that they're the only ones um, of the modern stuff that don't really have any guns and missiles and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh, outside of that, still better than the serials. So this one gets a C, and that's where it lands. At least and, the fins aren't bouncing around on it, too. Eh, yeah, that too. Yeah, a little sturdier. <laughs> yeah. improvement there yeah, yeah you know it, it used to be like everybody just hated everything about batman and robin and so like the idea of this one being 
superior to the one before it is something that like i hadn't really thought that much before until putting stuff together in the episode and wondering like where would i rank this one actually you know i mean batman forever never had an ice rink fight so there's that hey you batman robin (laughs) yeah Yes. Batman on fucking ice. Batman skates. on ice. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this was uh, this was the last one before we entered a new age of Batmobiles, a 21st century age of tanks, and we'll go into that after the break. In this quarter on the Greenlit Podcast Network, Chris Sims and Matt Wilson, and in this quarter, VHS oddities, confusing animation, and modern not so classics. Plus snacks, movie fighters. We watch movies and beat them up. Lord have mercy, y'all. Do you like hounds? Do you enjoy pooches? Do you find yourself enjoying time spent with that of canines? Talking about dogs, y'all. As you might have heard, Superhero Stuff You Should Know has now teamed up with BarkBox. For every month, you get a box for your special canine. Pooches. Or hounds. That's right. One free extra month if you go to BarkBox.com slash Superhero Stuff Pod. Follow the link and you'll get a free extra month valued at $35 and valid for all multi-length plans. So get the BarkBox for your hound, for your pooch, for your canine. Your doggo will thank you. Welcome back, and it's time we tackle the 21st century of Batmobiles, starting with the era of tanks and tumblers. Does it <laughs> Andrew come looks in like black he's then? <laughs> yes, Mr. Wayne, it does come in black. Ah, so good. we have originally called the Tumbler and designed by Lucius Fox as a military bridging vehicle. This really reinvented the Batmobile on screen by making the Batmobile a form of a tank. Uh, this may have been inspired by a couple comics uh inspiration such as the tank-like batmobile in the dark knight returns <laughs> as well as this obscure silver age cover of detective comics number 236 <laughs> which featured the bat track the first batman-like tank which is also all purple for some reason and uh, illustrated by sheldon moldoff executive producer michael usland says it was this cover that he saw when he was younger that made a solid impression to him and he sort of implies in his book the boy who loved batman that it may have inspired his approval of the tumbler for Batman Begins. So uh, the Tumblr was designed by production designer Nathan Crawley and built by engineers Chris Corbold and Andy Smith. It also incorporates a bit of a bat design, as we can see here right. in this visual on the yeah. YouTube, yeah. with the bat's wings folded forward. Uh, according to Batmobile history, the primary focus was to make this Batmobile as real as possible. At 9 feet wide and 15 feet long, the car weighed in at 2.5 tons, but was still capable of going from 0 to 60 miles per hour in under 6 seconds with a top speed of 110 miles per hour, which, now that we did the statistics on the other one, is actually not as fast as the Batman and Robin Batmobile. Oh, Damn. Oh <laughs> but there's a lot of weight on this thing. Though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This must have a mega engine on this motherfucker. It's, it's the uh, the wheels themselves thick. are heavier. Yeah, yeah. you gotta you gotta refuel every six miles on this thing. <laughs> I ran out of gas already. God Alfred. damn it. <laughs> Thanks to its unique design, it was also, also capable of making unassisted jumps up to 30 feet in real life, it sounds like. So yeah. Yeah, that is crazy. that's pretty hardcore. Uh, outside of jumps, this Batmobile also had machine guns like the 1989 Batmobile. In The Dark Knight, Bruce added a remote control system as well as the programs that say loiter and intimidate in the mm-hmm. opening sequence where he takes down Scarecrow. Uh, the Tumbler does meet a similar fate to the Batman Forever Batmobile where it gets blown up by the villain 
In this case, it's the Joker in The Dark Knight. But Batman is able to escape through the use of the Batpod, a form of the Bat Cycle that uh, we will talk about at some other point when we rank the Bat Cycles. That would be fun, actually. I do. I think that'll be cool. (laughs) I'll never ride a motorcycle in real life because I will miss a pothole and kill myself immediately. (laughs) But they they are very cool looking and they're cool on screen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let's go into the Tumblr then. Where does it rank in your personal rankings of Batmobiles? starting with andrew oh man you know we've talked about this a lot before it's Mm -hmm. it's always tough with this one because yeah like i don't i don't like the look i mean it's better than the schumacher ones but i still it's just not fun Mm -hmm. you know it's it's you know uh what do you call it it's versatile i get it it's more functional more fashionable (laughs) yeah yeah but I generally design wise, I generally prefer sleek over anything. Mm-hmm. That's I think that even goes into my like for ninjas. Sleek, Ooh, I like yeah. sleek stuff more than bulky. Like to me, the worst is sorry if there's fans out there, but I do not like the Warhammer designs. You guys, if you guys know anything about Warhammer Four Thousand. It's like these ridiculous, mm, no. like it's it's armor. It's like knight armor, but it's really bulbous and bulky. Oh, I can't, I, I cannot stand it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's a long, that's a circuitous way to say. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't love it. But like we've said in previous episodes, the Tumblr sequence in Batman Begins really is good. Mm-hmm. And there's some comedy to it too. Nolan's having fun with it. It's not overly serious, and the action is cool. Mm. So I gotta give him that. Uh, so I'm just B minus, being generous mm. again. Okay. Hmm. It's that- ugly. <laughs> it really is. Like I don't mm. remember being that offended by it uh, when the movies came out, mm-hmm. but looking back at it and. In retrospect, comparing it to other Batmobiles, it is just an ugly design. And um, I remember in the making of book for like the Dark Knight trilogy, I actually saw like some pictures of it where it was just this clay mold. I think where the Nolans had like put it just kind of like threw something together, like what they were thinking about a rough idea. And even that is not aesthetically pleasing the shape of it. And I think they were talking about just taking like model sets and kind of like smashing them together so oh yeah yes it does yeah. look like uh functional mm-hmm. so i give it i'll give it two points it is cool that it can do a lot of the stuff in real life that's really awesome i do like that and i do love the part in batman begins where it's driving around on the rooftops mm-hmm. i mean that's one of the really the most fun parts of that movie and it's cool that jim gordon gets to drive the batmobile uh mm-hmm. at, yeah. during the finale of batman begins but if I'm just looking at it from a design perspective, it, I'm going to give it a D because it it is Damn. very ugly to me. It's a uh, like I would take the Batman and Robin Batmobile over this. There is like really? a, sleek, a sleekness to it, and right, right, it always bugged. This has bugged me since Batman Begins on. I don't feel like any of the Batmobiles. There, it's like they're too afraid to go back to like actually making it look like a superhero car or like a Batmobile, like. Mm. actually including a bat motif and i get it it's supposed to be reality you're looking at it through its own lens but when you look at like the burton batmobile and 
the Adam West Batmobile. It's just like it, it loses something as far as the the fantastic. So it's not a goose egg. Right. It's not as bad as like those normal ass <laughs> cars to me. But I just think it's it's just unpleasant to look at, mm-hmm. really. Yes. Yes. Well, that was unexpected. Um, <clears throat> but I also have mixed feelings about this one, like you guys. So it seems like we're all kind of on the same page with different percentages in terms of negativity and positivity. Um, for me, the positives, it's one hell of a showcase in Batman Begins, and that oh, yeah. gives it a more memorable impression than the Schumacher ones and sort of seals it as, as of now, the last iconic Batmobile. Uh, that's kind of up there in, in terms of people's memories from the 1960s one and the 1989 one. I'd say this one is probably, um, you know, for some people third or maybe second or first, depending on what the generation is. But it's definitely up there in terms of iconography, in terms of memorabil- memorability. And it was kind of the Batmobile that was needed to show how different Nolan's take was going to yeah. be. That yeah, said, yeah. For a film that's so focused on practicality, I think the tank is a bit much for a rookie Batman to be driving around and trying to keep to the shadows. Like whenever he shows up, you know, he's he's like, um, Gordon says, I'll get my car. And Batman's like, I brought mine. And he brings out the tumbler. I'm like, how the fuck did you get that over there without anybody noticing? (laughs) It's just like an underground tunnel that you took. Uh, So there's that. And then from a thematic standpoint, too, the fact that there's not really a bat design to it does sort of impede on the theme of yeah. like, I need to become a symbol. I need to have the bat stuff, which is again my also my problem with the suits in the Nolan movies not having the bat really stand out on the chest because mm-hmm. I'm just like, what the hell is the point of having it on the chest if you can't even fucking see it yeah. anyway? Um, so there's that spoof from back then with Jimmy Fallon called Tank Man Begins, where they're just like, I don't know <laughs> who's driving this tank. Tank Man is that who it is? And yeah, I remember it's a that. valid criticism, honestly, uh, of it. Because, like, yeah. yes, there is that kind of bat-like design with the folded-over wings, but it, it's you have to look at that picture in order to see that. That's really. reaching. Like, it really is. <laughs> I, yeah. I will say, I will say this right now. This is mm-hmm. just coming from a, a uh, successful design standpoint. If yeah. you close your eyes right now and I say, "Think about the '66 Batmobile," you can mm-hmm. picture it in your head, right? Yeah. You yeah. can like see the shape of it. You know, like exactly what it looks like. You can do the same thing for the Burton Batmobile. If I told you, before we even looked at these pictures right now, mm-hmm. if I asked you to close your eyes and think about what the what the tumbler looks like, it's kind of, to me, like a mass. Like there's an indecipherable like shape there that I can't, I, I couldn't like picture it in my head completely mm-hmm. if you asked me to. Whereas the other designs are so like sleek and identifiable. They're mm-hmm. just like immediately recognizable. I think that's part of what makes them iconic too. Mm-hmm. It's just such a good design. Whereas this is just like a hunk of like metal with wheels and like plating right. to me. Mm-hmm. Is there any, yeah. any, any uh, talk on like what this is based on at all? Like is, it's, it's just like it's military just, vehicles. It's I a guess. big ass. Yeah. Like a, it's, it's just such an odd design. Yeah, I think they wanted it to be that. You know, they wanted to like say this is the stamp, this is the realism. Let's make it based off of military vehicles. So let's let's do something that's completely different from anything that came from before. Yeah. On that, and with some of the influences of those tank Batmobiles we were talking about beforehand. But I mean, it is in its own way iconic. It is memorable. Yeah. The design isn't completely our thing on this podcast, but 
I have to give them props for the memorability of it and how it became its own icon in a way. So I, I think I agree with Andrew on sort of the the B rating, which when we combine everything and everything everything out, puts it at a C next to the Schumacher Batmobiles, <laughs> which I don't think anyone was expecting. That's fine. C plus. We'll, 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 we'll put we'll it on the some, top. Yeah, we'll get some hate mail, I'm sure. It can be a, it can be a high C. <laughs> I could see it being some people's favorite, though, unlike yeah. the others. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say that the Batman Forever Batmobile was their favorite or the Batman and Robin one, no. but definitely the Tumblr does have its favorites, and I'm sure we're going to get comments from people on it, but yeah. for us personally, uh, it's just not our favorite at all, even though I have a giant version of this right here in my hand that's bigger than any of the other Batmobiles, <laughs> that's yeah. just because someone happened to give me that version as opposed to the smaller ones that I have, so one day I might have a bigger one of the Burton Mobile, <sighs> but in the meantime... Let's go further into a Batmobile that's a little more obscure. I did say we were going to talk about a stage show Batmobile. Mm. Let's talk about the Batman Live Batmobile. Hey. Oh my god, I have never seen this ever. Yeah, so wow. threw in a little twist, but it does fit in all of our criteria. It is a live-action adaptation, officially licensed by DC. This was a stage show that toured around the UK and the US around 2011 and 2012. That included in Los Angeles, where a certain uh, Ben Juan did end up seeing it with his family. So nice. I have seen this. Uh, I did get to see it in person before they did not, uh, before they pulled the plug on it. But uh, this was designed by Professor Gordon Murray. A professor actually uh, designed this. It is based off of Formula One cars since Murray himself designed the race cars behind some of the most successful Formula One teams in the world with 50 Grand Prix wins from his cars alone. Um, it's a single cockpit like the Batman and Robin one. So there's no room for Robin, though in the Batman live show, Robin, uh, Robin's origin is covered. So Robin doesn't really exist hmm. around the time that this Batmobile is around. It's got laser flares in the front, so no like machine guns and stuff, but it has flares. Um, Murray added something really interesting with the wheels here. If you, you can see how the wheels are like extremely thin mm -hmm. on here, these are quote unquote virtual wheels that use does something of gravity. It lifts the car off the ground so it glides almost silently. Hmm. Um, in the show, it like, it's not like a hovercraft, is it? The bat bullets. <laughs> it's kind of a hovercraft, it seems like. Uh, mm. In the show, Bruce says it has a carbon structure, hydrogen generator, water exhaust, and an afterburner uh, that allows the Batmobile to go into hyperspeed within seconds. It also uh, emits sonar so it can travel undetected using, of course, the sonar elements of a bat. Did they fucking drive this around on stage? Yeah. A little really? bit. I mean, obviously not like a ton, around? but it, it could actually move around. Bruce drives huh. it off screen at one point. Batman does drive the Batmobile on stage. Interesting. Though a lot God of it damn. is, some of it is virtually seen in a sequence where it shows on a screen of like the Batmobile driving to Arkham Asylum and fighting off different obstacles on the road. But it is a working vehicle on uh, the stage. And there is a Hot Wheels toy of it as well. What? <laughs> for this Batmobile. HW Imagination? The Hot Wheels toys <laughs> looks a little bit better to me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, hmm. there is a real actual Hot Wheels toy, and um, there was also a book that they sold at the showings that had full blueprints on what it's capable of, and that's where I got some of the information because I have that book. So it's cool. Uh, that is the Batman Live Batmobile real quick. So I know you guys haven't seen the show. It's obviously very difficult for you to end up seeing it because it's not around anymore. But given what you've seen of the sort of Formula One Batmobile, what do you guys think? 
starting with Andrew. It is sleek. So <laughs> I give it that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, shit. Um, it's a, I don't know. It's not, I can't say much about it. You know, I'm just, it's, it's weird. Picture yeah. Just now. <laughs> right. But it's, it's a B. I give it a B maybe mm. actually. I mean, it looks like it's fast. It's sleek. It's, can zoom around corners probably i mean in our imagination but i mean you know yeah. it's uh it's it's yeah I, I like the formula one aspect not my favorite but yeah mm-hmm. it's a, it's all right all right zach i think you're going to be a little more critical based off what you said earlier uh i'll probably still give it a b i do think it's mm. still a little bit ugly but it's not like it's not like the tumbler in my head either. It mm-hmm. it reminds me of those like CO two racing cars I I made at school in like mm-hmm. our wood working class. Like we we had like a block a little rectangular block of wood and you had to use the like uh, bandsaw and everything and like cut it. Like it, it was like a model of like a where you cut it to make like a car and you put little CO two mm-hmm. cartridges in the back and like you'd race them. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like to me and. Like you said, it was raced. It was based off of these like specific race cars. It just kind of looks like a, a bullet to me with like thin wheels. So <laughs> right, yeah, that's it's, true. That's true. It's okay. I mean, like we said, it is slick, um, so it doesn't mm-hmm. fall into the same issues that we have with the cars in the C category. So yeah, I'll probably still give it a B. I mean, I can't say much negative about it, but I'm also only basing it off of like two pictures so right yeah, yeah we'll give it a <clears> that's B. kind of that category on this one yeah this is it's weird because i'm the one who saw it in person and i feel like i'm i'm <laughs> i'm giving it a c plus <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> okay. um because because of the design more so than how it came off on stage you know like it, it's not my favorite design but there is something awesome about the fact that they wanted it to put like to put that on stage and not skimp on that element for budget reasons they're like no we're gonna have the batmobile on stage and we're gonna have somebody design like their own version and not just mm-hmm. do not just like steal another version of the tumbler or something like that on That's that true. so they probably had to I, make like a super sleek light version of a car to get on a fucking stage yeah yeah also yeah yeah um so the amount of effort just has to be appreciated uh the race car is practical like looking at this i'm just like i can see him racing around gotham with that from a yeah. practical standpoint but it's not the coolest design wise to me like kind of like what zach said it's like eh, it's a formula race car just with a little, there's kind of a little bit of a Batmobile twist to yeah, it, but pretty much could have a little more to it. Uh, but I've been sort of out uh, outvoted a little bit because you guys both gave it a B's and I gave it a C plus, so that puts it at as low B, which puts it above the tumbler. <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. Uh, that's fine. That's fine with me. That's yeah. fine with me too. Yeah, but I was not expecting that, so. Comments should be interesting on this one. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we address the great Batman Begins scene, so yes, I think, I think, we're all right. I think so. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> let's go back into this. What? Not Batman Live, but back into the Snyderverse. Uh-huh. Yes, we're back after we spent six months in it. We are back in it. Um, this Batmobile, designed by Patrick Datopoulos, appears in technically six movies but it's really two cuts of batman v superman dawn of justice two cuts of suicide squad and two cuts of justice league which mm-hmm. really are two different movies uh on that one yeah that's uh, true according to batmobile history it is 20 feet long and 12 feet wide weighing in at seven thousand pounds 
Its primary weapon is a twin 50 caliber retractable machine gun turret. So they did not shy, Snyder did not shy away from the guns rubber on bullets. this one. Uh, they were not rubber <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> uh, and uh, instead of being hidden, like in the other previous Batmobiles, the thing is right just out in the open right there. Uh, other weapons include harpoons, spiked coils, chemical irritants, uh, a charged surface, and sonic repellent. Um, Batmobile history also says that uh, production designer Patrick Titopoulos said he wanted the Batmobile to return to the gothic classic look. He wanted to bring back the long hood and the flat canopy of the Anton First and Julian Caldo design and give the car something similar to Batman's flowing cape. Director Zack Snyder suggested making the Batmobile look used and scarred as a way of suggesting its long history before the events of Dawn of Justice. It is kind of like a combination of the tank-like qualities of the Tumbler with the traditional Batmobile yep, element yeah. from exactly the 90s. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, also notable is that while we were talking about the machine guns in the front for uh, the Batmobile in Batman vs. Superman and, of course, Justice League, where he kills a whole bunch of parademons with it, uh, the Batmobile in the flashback of Suicide Squad does not have the guns, hmm, potentially wow. implying the time period where Batman didn't kill uh, potentially, or they just didn't have it that day on the set. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Um, the Batmobile gets wrecked when it encounters Superman, but Batman repairs it fairly quickly after asking Superman if he bleeds. And uh, it appears to get totaled completely in both cuts of Justice League in the assault on the Parademons. So uh, he then replaces it in the Zack Snyder cut with the, uh, the tank from the Batman, uh, the Dark Knight Returns comic. So... That is the Snyderverse Batmobile. Totally okay what? for him to shoot parademons, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's fine. Yep. All right. So, the Snyderverse Batmobile. What do you guys think? Uh, it's, uh... I don't like the front guns. I mean, even out, even the dude, even outside of the no-kill rule, mm -hmm. it's just... Have them retractable, at least. <laughs> you know, like a practical standpoint. Yeah, yeah. Aerodynamics are just bad mm -hmm. on that one. And my other main gripe is it's too, it's just too big. It's just I like the scale smaller or something. Mm. It's 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 another bulky thing, you know. Like to me, this is why the Pattinson one is actually even above this one. Mm -hmm. Just spoilers, but just because that one's sleeker and easier, it seems to be easier mm -hmm. to ma move around. This is what twenty feet fucking long and twelve feet wide. Yeah, you fucking can't get around the fucking streets of Gotham and like that he's, thing. He's overcompensating for something of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's way, way too yeah. big, dude. Way mm -hmm. too big. Uh, but you know the what do you call it? The design of it, the form factor. Other than the guns, it's it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's I see what he's doing, and I like. Other than the size, the scale of it, I do like it more than the tumbler design wise. Mm -hmm. So my score would be I'm going to I'll score the Suicide Squad one specifically because it doesn't have okay. the turret on it. Mm -hmm. So I can be generous once again. I give this one a B as well. Hmm. Who knew that the Suicide Squad would help? It helps. <laughs> it, helps Surprise. Case. Yes. it helps a case. It helps a case. Maybe a B minus. It's mm -hmm. B minus maybe, but I don't know. My gut says C's too low. So it's like a B minus, but like a higher B minus than you gave to the tumbler. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a B. Maybe it's just standard B. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like 81 instead of 80. Yeah. 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 Some, it's something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yeah. 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 
<clears throat> Zach, your well, thoughts on the Zach Mobile? It is a C. I okay. I gave the Tumblr a D, and this is a little bit of a step up, but mm. it's still too. I don't know, too clunky and platey. We got to have like all these openings in it. It's right, not right, right, not an especially sleek design. So, I mean, what you said at the beginning, Ben, is is absolutely my thoughts on it. It looks like they scaled it back and tried to mix the tumbler with the Burton mobile or just like a traditional Batmobile, but it's still like. Not quite there for me, so uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a C. I don't remember okay. being blown away by it, but I don't hate it or anything either. Mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing like uh, when the trailer came out, and then I think it was all the pictures from like the maybe a Comic Con, like the WV like right. show, and they had like that Batmobile on display, and I was just like, eh, yeah, it's yeah, whatever. It's, it's like as comic book fans, comic book movie fans. You're, you're one of the first thoughts is, and correct me if I'm wrong, but like, how cool of a toy will this be? <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Would I it's, buy this? Yeah, would yeah. I buy this fucking toy? And it's like, yeah, it's it's all right. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I don't know if I'd buy it. Nope. <laughs> I don't have it, so you don't have it. Good enough. No, nope. damn. I actually have it, and it has <laughs> the top. Even has another gun. Damn. Uh, on top of it, so uh, it's even more unwieldy. Yeah, with that, you that boy looks better than the tumble oh. toy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, we've talked before how this is a better design than the tumbler, but also didn't really get as much of a memorable showcase as the no, tumbler. That is true. The most memorable is probably when it gets destroyed by Batman. I mean, by Superman, frankly, <laughs> in the "Do You Bleed" scene. Uh, though it does do pretty well when taking out the parademons. Yeah, that's but... pretty cool. Uh, I did give the Tumblr a B. I do like this design better, so it gets a B as well, which averages about like a B with Zach C. Zach's C grade. It's probably about a B minus or so, which then puts it above the Tumblr, maybe around the same or slightly lower than the Batman Live Batmobile. Hmm. So interesting. That is interesting. So, uh, as we move further along into some other interesting twists, we have the next Batmobile on screen came to TV. It's the first Batmobile on TV since the OnStar commercials, or new design for Batmobile since the 1966 show, and it's the Batmobile from the show Batwoman. Now, this Batmobile first appeared in Batwoman Season 2, Episode 1, in the episode Whatever Happened to Kate Kane, where Tommy Elliott, in disguise as Bruce Wayne, breaks into the Batcave and uncovers it, then steals it to hunt down the new Batwoman, Ryan Wilder. This Batmobile is based on a Corvette C7. According to an insider interview with the showrunner, the car was meant to be shown in season one, but the pandemic halted production and cut the season Mm. short, which allowed them more time to design and build it, or at least get a Corvette. So this Batmobile then evolves after Ryan Wilder, the second Batwoman, takes the Batmobile and gives it its own little twist. So this is not the first, this is just the first version. The current version is this one, oh, which shit. has yeah. the 1966 George Barris take on it with the red lines and the red bat uh, in the front. There's no red bats on the sides, but uh, you can kind of see the 60s influence on this one. In terms of capabilities, even though it looks like just a Corvette, this Batmobile features missile launchers, remote activation, bullet and flame resistance, and grappling hooks that it uses to basically stop other cars. So that is the CW Batmobile, the one I'll in the universe. So, uh, yeah, they do have their own Batmobile on the show. That, that, that looks like it would make a good Hot Wheels toy. That's mm. true. This is, this is toyetic. Absolutely. As, it is. As we brought up it before. Yeah. yeah. 
So let's go into it then. What do you guys think of this one? The Batwoman Batmobile. This is my first time seeing this ever. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm glad we have some like totally fresh ones here. Yeah. Uh, for, for, for me at least. Um, so it looks too much like the only bad thing is like it, it just looks too much like the car it's based on but it's just a regular car C yeah. cw budget <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean the, the red and black's great definite you know influence there i can't quite give it an a it's a b plus probably mm. it's a okay. it's it's a cool toy so that's good and it's sleek so this really is working in a lot of it, it's a lot of a lot of pluses happening here for me mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's b plus b plus all right, Zach. I, I gotta say, I love it. Uh, really? Okay. It. I think it's because it reminds me of the Bruce Wayne custom coupe toy <laughs> so much. That first yeah, picture, yeah. I was like, "Man, that is like a live version of that." So uh, I think mm. it's that, like, it's the nostalgia hitting me, and I. It just looks cool. Like I said, it look. It would make like a cool toy even before the little like accents are added. Like, yeah. I think if I just go into my brain and turn off the fact that it's the Batmobile and it's just like a ancillary, uh, ancillary vehicle for Bruce Wayne. It's kind of like an undercover car or something. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's really cool to me. I like the way it looks, so I'm going to give it an A. Well, damn, I was not expecting damn. you guys to like this one this much. Yeah. I think it looks cool. Yeah, it's, <laughs> so that it's it's good enough. Good enough for sure. <laughs> yeah. Sleek. Um, I do appreciate that in this post tank, post Tumblr world, they're just like, no, it's just a regular car. <laughs> and they do have a budget. Uh, the, my main problem with it is that it just feels a little cheap to me. It, it yeah, feels that's like true. That's true. something you're driving on the freeway, someone speeds right past you in that, you're just like fucking jerk, and then you see that there's the Batman stuff on it, and you're just like, fuck, fucking now he's a jerk. Batman fan too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it kind of looks like to me. Instead of the red lines, maybe they could have added something else to it. Again, maybe some of the fins in the back or something else. Yeah. So it's yeah. not just a painted up Corvette. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was surprised you guys like this one this much because to me, I'm just like, eh, it, it's it fits the function. It's a CW car, you know, yeah. like it, it's it is what it is. Obviously, it's well beyond the budget of what I could afford. So I'm not saying that I have a better car than this, but in terms of what we would expect for a Batmobile, eh, it's not my favorite at all. Hmm. I would probably give it a, a C. All right. On this. So no, I get it. I mean, I'm I was sort of grading on a scale also just because it's CW. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah I, I, know. I was that way too. But I was just like, eh, you could, how much would it have really been to kill them to just put one metal thing on there? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe in out. the future. Yeah. So I also right, like I know ABC. we keep. I'm the one that brought up that like, can it be a toy thing? But I, I, and that's mm -hmm. like, it's a basis of how much we like it. Mm -hmm. But I want there's probably a lot of car dudes out there that are like they're not thinking about the toy as much as like how does it actually drive? <laughs> right. Yeah. You know I'm sure there's I mean? people screaming We're right not. now watching the yeah. video, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably at this point because uh, <laughs> this looks like this one's gonna beat the grade of the tumbler, which I was not expecting at all. Because <laughs> 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 we're gonna average this out because you gave it a B plus, right, Andrew? I gave it a B plus, dude. B plus A. So we're it doesn't have a great that. scene as a as a as the tumbler though. Let's get that out the open out in the open i'm going mainly by it, it doesn't but also here. for yeah. like the cw show for what it is like there are scenes that showcase it you know um so again that... our, our metric is we see this in target and there's a toy of that <laughs> a toy of the tumbler 
Yeah. And you just happen to have $15 to spend on bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's going to be this Batwoman car. Yeah. The aesthetic of it is really yeah. nice. Like, I immediately liked it when I looked at it. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, like, this is also one that you could realistically drive yourself. Yeah. <laughs> this and the, um, I mean, obviously the serial ones, but you don't want that shit. Like, you'd want this one or the 1966 car. But if you couldn't get the 1966 car, yeah, this one's a pretty good one. Like, uh, I might shit on this a little bit as a Batmobile, but if someone was like, hey, you want a free one of these? I'm not going to turn that down. <laughs> you know? Put a fin on it. I'm not taking it. <laughs> I shan't drive it. Yes. So, uh, Let's look at our rankings before we go into the preview ranking. We have at the uh, absolute shit goose egg, <laughs> the Batman and Robin Batmobile, not from the 1977 movie, but from the oh, 1949 shit. serial, because no effort was put into that whatsoever, and it was a car that couldn't even turn, so they wrecked a whole bunch of Mercury's. <laughs> they had to have six of them. Uh, then uh, oh, nobody got an F, but in the E class is the 1943 batman serial so slightly better than the uh, than its uh, successor in this 1949 i think we yeah did i would say so yeah. yeah and then uh next up would be the batman and robin 1997 one uh at like a c or so uh above that or kind of equal to that is the batman forever one and then above that is the tumbler which you know i think shocked a lot of us in terms of where it's placed above the tumbler uh in the b category is uh the Zack snyder batmobile the Batman Live Batmobile, and the Batwoman Batmobile, which was a big surprise to me in terms of how high that was rated. Uh, But the absolute S tier goes to both the 1966 Batmobile and the 1989 Batmobile. And I really don't think anyone's going to dispute that when it comes to the the comments. Other stuff, probably. But this one, not so much. Yeah, Great Tumblr scene. Can't say it enough. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like, we know, we know. Uh, So let's give a bit of a preview. Let's talk a little bit about the new Batmobile that's coming out in The Batman in 2022. This Batmobile was designed by Jeff Frost and pairs down the movie Batmobiles to be more of a muscle car than a tank. And uh, for those who criticized it, because I remember we had Dustin Dustin Lee Massey was on our, our show and he's like, you went from the Tumblr to that? Now, mind you, this was before the footage came out, so I think he does like the Batmobile now. But uh, let's not forget that there was a period of time where the Batmobile was just a muscle car. Mm-hmm. We're taking a look at the 1970s through 1980s Batmobiles right now from the comics that very much look like that. This was put together by our research assistant, Dan, um, where it does look like pretty much a regular car that you would drive around, which also kind of feeds into the Batwoman Batmobile in a way. Um, somewhat realistic, I would say, as well that uh, an early years Batman would be driving this type of car to sort of fit in. And then the more that he evolves and becomes more of a, a known figure in Gotham, that he would just upgrade to something that was just a lot more bombastic from mm-hmm. there. So uh, while it may seem like just a muscle car, I think the latest trailer proved it can cause a fair bit of destruction uh, when he takes out basically Penguin's car at the end of that. So... That is the Batman Batmobile, but we don't know how it's going to fare in the movie. Who knows? It'll probably, given what we saw in the trailer with this bit with Penguin, it'll probably have a great showcase in that scene. It's looking like it, yeah. Yeah. But uh, just a preliminary one, because this ranking might change, because we've only seen two trailers and a few pictures. Where would you guys rank this so far? 
Andrew, I know you rate this one highly. Yeah. So this one is on the sleek side, and mm-hmm. uh, it makes sense for a year two thing. It's not the best one ever, of course, but it's going to be interesting because it, it being, I know I keep saying, but year two, we'll see how it's going to be interesting how he evolves from that as well. But it is a mm-hmm. good first step, I think. And the uh, A tier is looking real lonely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, I, I get I it. I that. give it an yeah. A. It's a cool. It's a cool design. I I think. Yeah, it, you can kind of see where it's coming from. What, what was it? A Dodge something? What's it based on? Um, I you don't have that information. It's just basically a muscle car. Okay, just a muscle car. Yeah. Well, at any rate, yeah, I think I think it works. It it works, and I like it. It's it's not a fucking like twenty feet by twelve feet. It's a fucking regular ass car that can go it's around a goddamn turn. It's the size of a small home. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this one gets the job done for me. It's an A. Yeah. Zach, I would also give it an A. I really like that picture on the bottom right. Something about it actually getting a clear look at it when we looked at the uh, photos. It looks. Uh, I don't know. I think it looks kind of cool. It looks uh, like something different. I gotta think. Yeah, I gotta yeah. thank Dan for that. That is the, uh, I think that's the Hot Wheels version. Ah, that's why I liked it. I was like, man, I, I want that. <laughs> See, that looks toy. Cool. <laughs> See, that is true. Yes. It's toyetic as well. It is yep. very yes. toyetic, and it seems mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it seems cool. Like, it is like a real car. I, uh, yeah, and as we talked about the sleekness of it, I like the back of it kind of is a cool callback to uh, the 66 show. Mm-hmm. Uh, something about me, Something about it makes me think of that. So I think it has just the just the right elements added to it. And it's also something different. So mm-hmm. it's not taking it all the way yeah. to like, you know, driving a garbage can around like the tumbler, <laughs> like not as far as function, but as far as the aesthetic where this yeah. actually like looks yeah. cool. It is a cool looking car. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to give it an A. Hell yeah. Yep. And that's where I'm at too. So this is our first A after all this. Uh, but yeah, I know I gave the Batwoman Batmobile shit for looking like a regular car, but this one looks just unusual enough, has its own look, and of course we've yeah. got this afterburner stuff as well, that it doesn't come across in the same way. And yeah. um, to me, this is what a year one, year two Batmobile would look like, more yeah. so than the Tumblr. Like something that is like, something that kind of fits in with what you'd see on the streets, but just a little bit added to it mm-hmm. that gives it its own bat flare, and that's just enough. Uh, I think for this style, I imagine this is not going to be the Batmobile for the entire, you know, however many movies they make of this, probably a trilogy. But uh, as the first iteration, it makes a lot of sense for this. So mm-hmm. I would say that it gets an A, which means that this this would be if this remains in this, you know, era, this would be our third favorite Batmobile. Yeah. Behind yeah. the the uh, 1989 Batman Returns one, 1966 one, and now this one. I stand uh, by it. I stand by that too. Yeah. And that is superhero stuff you should know. Well, yeah. first off, big thanks to our research assistant, Dan, for providing the visuals and helping uh, me gather some of the information on this, on the specific cars. And of course, thank you to BatmobileHistory.com for basically being a whole database on all the different Batmobiles over the years. So that definitely helped out a bunch. Now, time for the fan comments. First comes from Bat, uh, Cap- Captain Beastwinger. I was about to say Batman Beastwinger, but that's not the same. Uh, Captain Beastwinger is back, and he has a hot take for us. Love uh, it. He said, quote, I'll give you a Batman hot take. I heavily disagree with the sentiment of Bruce Wayne is the mask and Batman is the real person. 
Sure, Bruce Wayne, the billionaire playboy businessman, is a mask, but Batman, the scary vigilante that makes criminals piss their pants twice and make them reconsider their life choices, that's a mask too. Or at least a split personality, if you want to argue it. The real Bruce Wayne is who we see when he talks to Alfred or the Bat family in private. You know, I don't think this is as much of a hot take as you might think. I think a lot of people do agree with this. There was this sort of post-Frank Miller idea that gets popularized where just like, Bruce Wayne died in Crime Alley and I've been Batman ever since. But I'm like, I don't... <laughs> to me, that just feels like the melodramatic edgelord teenager take. Yes, on yes, it. yes, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it really matches up with what we see in any of the movies or popular interpretations. Maybe it's something that Bruce believes himself, but the reality is still much different. I think the public Bruce Wayne is just as much of a performative mask as Batman itself. And the real Bruce is the one he's like around people he considers to be his family, which is Alfred yeah. and the Robins and and uh, some of the love interests. So I think, uh, you know, we definitely agree with you on this Captain Beast Winger. So yes. thank you for your comment. Come back with a hotter take next time. Because <laughs> we all agree with that one. Yeah. Uh, next one is next one shocked me because it was a comment on our what's the best origin of Cyborg episode, which uh, it feels like is our lowest viewed episode of this is year it, is it our one lowest can only one wonder why yes <laughs> oh man i feel bad dude uh yeah it's uh, i think it's just floated just above 200 views but <laughs> anyways, damn uh gogeta the strongest fusion was uh the commenter <laughs> on this saying quote young justice is my favorite in fact it it's done a lot of characters amazingly well uh i have not seen the latest season of young justice i don't know if you have had a chance zach but uh i didn't finish it but uh I don't know. It, it wasn't getting my interest Attention. As, as, as much as the other two seasons. Yeah, it just hasn't quite been the same since it came back to me personally, but it yeah. uh, looks like Gogeta liked it a lot. So well, another, thing that I, another thing that I realized is that uh, we left the cyborg origin off in that episode. Nobody said anything, <laughs> which is the Teen Titans Go animated series version that I rewatched uh, recently, and I realized there is one where Victor Stone is just Victor Stone until Robin forces him to go up against some monster that completely wrecks him, <laughs> and then he has to become Cyborg, oh so it's gosh. kind of a, a comedic take on the origin of Cyborg, but mm. uh, yeah, well, it just goes to show how many of our audience cares about Cyborg, unfortunately, uh, as much as the Snyder Cut really did him justice, no yeah, pun intended. that's true, yeah. <clears throat> Speaking of which, Farzid Ali, hopefully I didn't butcher that, whoops. Uh, said, quote, I'm watching the Snyder Cut again along with all of your deep dive commentary. Man, that's 12 hours. Good uh, Lord. But uh, thank <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, said, fantastic experience. You guys are awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Appreciate Robbie. it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that is it for the fan comments. Over to Andrew. Oh, man, it's that time once again yes. to thank our Patreones. <laughs> who are Shasta, Leo Mo, Supreme for Man, Douglas P, Dandy, Aaron, Willett, Nick Noir. Jesse E, Jeffrey R, Scott V, Asgers Webb, Jeremy H, Alex of the What Mean Podcast, Ian Justice, Jared P, Paul C, Jamie H, Rochelle L, Tara M, and Michael S. Other supporters include Spark Again, SECT Productions, Robert Schumann, Kukia Noms, Matt Herring, Elijah B, Shamrock Balls, Ian H, Walter the Wobot, John Wells, Rye Guy, Jackson Putnam, and Tway N. Thanks, everybody. Mm. Yep. And... Uh, please join the $1 tier, but even more important, the $1 tier gets the shout-out, $5 tier gets the shout-out, plus the whole other show, the whole other tier. You've seen it on our Instagram, mainly. 
<laughs> and uh, where it's a whole other show every Friday. We're doing other deep dives and reviews and things like that. And uh, yeah, if this if this uh, Monday show just isn't enough, mm-hmm. go to patreon.com slash superhero stuff pod. And you too can join in on the fun. A <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, $10 tier also gets you the monthly meetup and all the tiers below it as well. So there's that. It's a, where we all have fun together in a live chat all together and um, make fun of of things all together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whether it's uh, Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. bad Halloween costumes, or uh, things like that. So, commercials. Yeah. Commercials. Yeah. yeah. I so, think this month will be on the different Batman themes, musical themes. Nice. Hey, yeah, that's go a good that. idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And uh, super super uh, hero stuff merch. So uh, we have one of Redbubble and Threadless. You know, I still forgot. But I forgot to remind. <laughs> Do I need even need to say anymore? Nope. <laughs> ben Man and Indeed Wizard box shirts, shower curtains, artwork. It's funny. Your artwork toilet seat covers. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just gotta keep it going just because it's. For fun. some reason, only the Zacula ones have toilet seat covers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> toilet seat one available. <laughs> the, the Zacula one again. We must say it. It's on Threadless. I think Redbubble just didn't didn't like it. They didn't like the green hair. Too Joker-ish for them. Yeah. Uh, please send us an audio hot take or really anything, but uh, shame on everybody that hasn't done this. I'm, I, I honestly, I thought we'd be getting more of these. This is a, is mm. it? <laughs> I don't want to shame everybody too much, but it's pretty easy. You order. We you, want them you, to do you it. Open up the fucking voice recorder. <laughs> you fucking record like something for like ten seconds, and then email that directly to superhousepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll put on the show as long as it's not like um, overly political. You know what I I'm mean? A, I'm gonna start recording more. I guess I'm yeah. just gonna start recording <laughs> them again and sending them in. Doing different falsettos and different voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, just get on it, man. Just start faking people's yeah. voices, please. <laughs> uh, doing impressions. Um, also, so yeah, I'm Thunderwolf Drew on Instagram and Twitter. Thunderwolf lives. On YouTube, thunderwolfdrew.com has my whole, whole portfolio and all that. And uh, amanorecon.com. It's A-M-A-N-O-R-E-C-O-N. Amano is a Japanese last name, by the way. Um, and we do have reasons for that, uh, but we'll get to that later. But anyway, yeah, it's an R-rated Japanese tokusatsu. It's like special effects. Um Original original idea. It's like think Power Rangers meets X Files and Stranger Things. Tone fairly close to Stranger Things, but a little bloodier, a little bit more R rated. Because Stranger Things is ultimately PG thirteen, mm-hmm. still comedic, but the main vibe is it's horror, and there's a lot of blood, and they're wearing Power Rangers inspired suits. And this is a original idea that I've been working on, and. It's coming. I know I keep talking about it, but definitely some things are happening. And it will be on Indiegogo for a campaign uh, at some point in the future. More on that later. But Indiegogo is like Kickstarter. You donate money for a project to get off the ground. So, And the poster by Zach. Fucking awesome poster, man. Yay. Ben? Yep. Shout out to Comic Capital on Instagram, as well as the Everything Entertainment Club on Clubhouse. On Twitter, we are Superhouse Pod. Instagram, Superhero Stuff Pod. 
TikTok Superhero Stuff Pod, Vero Superhero Stuff Pod, and my website is benwanrider.com, where, guess what, there's some new stuff to talk about. You can read my Gotham script, Gotham Vampire, where young Bruce faces off against the classic villain, The Mad Monk, as well as my spec script for Elementary that I'm putting up, because why the hell not? It is called <laughs> The Death of Sherlock Holmes, a modern update on the classic story, The Adventure of the Dying Detective. So check that out as it hits my website this week on the birthday of Holmes actor Johnny Lee Miller. Nice. Uh, my YouTube channel is in the, descri- the description below, where you can also check out a new project, Doctor Who, The Ronin of Time. <laughs> An this audio drama I write, narrate, and edit, thumbnail by our assistant Dan. This is for the Doctor Who fans in which the Doctor meets Miyamoto Musashi in ancient Japan. That's awesome. So, uh, that's coming around the 58th anniversary of Doctor Who, which is November 23rd, so check that out on my channel. My personal Instagram is Rider. My cat's Instagram is Alfie Pennyworth Cat. And uh, if you have an Alfie yourself or any other type of cat, then you can get Whiskerbox, the only cat box for the crazy cat lady and gent. And if you don't have a cat, but you have a dog, then that's cool because you can get the Bark Box, y'all. Either way, it's a box for your special friend. Uh, for the Bark Box, you can use our promo link in uh, superherostuffpod.com slash shop, and that one will get your first month off free, valued at $35. But at superherostuffpod.com slash shop, you can also look at other affiliate links, such as uh, Whisker Box as well, Whisper Bidets for your hiney, as Zach says, uh, eBay <laughs> links, Amazon stuff, all sorts of good stuff, all at superherostuffpod.com slash shop. Over to Zach. Ooh, all right. Well, if you'd like to see more of my artwork, you can go to ZacharyJacksonBrown.com. Excuse me, ZacharyJacksonBrownArt.com. And you mm. can also follow me on TikTok, on uh, Instagram, and on YouTube. It's the same name as Zachary Jackson Brown Art. Now that Halloween's over, I'm starting to get back into more superhero-related stuff. So, uh... Really, that, is, that just means Batman stuff. So I am starting to draw <laughs> yes. uh, Billy D. Williams as Two-Face. It was kind of just something yes. I wanted to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to try to do some more fun stuff like that. And I've got a, a big Batman 89 commission coming up. So we can... Ooh. I'm sure we'll be using some more of that for some thumbs, too. Thumbnails, yep. <laughs> yeah, so uh, check it out if you want to see what, see what I've got on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So we ranked the Batmobiles this week, but next week we'll be going into the Batmobiles uh, you didn't get to see, the unmade Batmobiles, all the stuff that um, was in development or in concept art that never came to light. We have a whole episode dedicated to it once I found just how much there was out there. So check that out coming next week. Nice. And you know what? I want you to do us a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about us. We've been drinking Drano. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed! Superhero Stuff You Should Know is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.